Hello, everyone, and welcome to CVU Quantum Radio Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareco. Karmic Astrology is presented by Explore Astrology with Susan Reynolds. She has worked as a karmic astrologer for the last 35 years. Karmic Astrology traces the soul's evolution from past lives into the current life, setting the stage for a great journey of free choice and disincarnation. Look at your past, present, and future with Karmic Astrology. Astrologer and intuitive healer Susan Reynolds speaks astrology as a language of life, a positive, living, and a breathing language of human possibility. Before each reading, Susan meditates upon the chart in question and sees visions of that person's past lives and how they are impacting her current life. During her show, Susan has pre-selected some callers for different types of readings. If time allows, she will take additional live callers. If you want to be considered for your future show with Susan, please go to www.charlotteview.net, look for Susan Reynolds under our monthly shows tab, and fill out the request. Susan lives in the Charlotte, North Carolina area and attends various fairs and events. To find out locations or contact Susan Reynolds outside of the show, please go to her website, www.exploreastrology.com. Com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays to see view and listen to all our shows. Go to charlotteview.net and look on their monthly shows. Find our podcast directory and listen to us live or on demand. Now, let's find out what is coming up in the stars and who are the lucky callers of the day. Danny and welcome everybody to see you. This is our favorite show with astrologer Susan Reynolds. And today we are going to talk about money. Yeah, Susan was uh, talking to me the other day and she was saying, you know, most of the people that contact me is either about money, job, what I'm going to be doing, or relationships. So we are so happy that today we are tackling one of the most look after um, readings. So we have a lot of listeners and we have callers. So please, if you want to have your um, reading today of your chart, your, um, sorry, your zodiac sign, Press 1 on your phone, so that means you want to have a mini reading today as well. Otherwise, it means I just want to listen. And while um, Susan is going to give us an overview of the month and how the planets are affecting us now, I'm going to take some of the names. So now let's bring Susan to the show. And Susan, let us know what's going on, if there's any event in the Charlotte area, that you're going to be person that people can go and see you. Let us know about that. And now I leave you with the audience while I take some names. 
Okay. Well, thanks, Claudia. This is just always a joy for me to talk about astrology because I love it and I want everybody else to love it as much as I do. And so, yes, Claudia's absolutely right. When people come to me, the big three questions that they almost always want to know is about money, love, and career. And these are so central to who we are. And in the United States, you know, having a solid financial cushion is a good thing. And people can often be in certain socioeconomic situations that are challenging. And when we are being challenged financially, it's going to bleed over into how we feel about ourselves, how we interact with other people. And so it's not necessarily about having a lot of money, but it is about our attitudes, about income, financial security, how do we share, what do we feel is a good purchase, where are we comfortable spending, where do we tend to hang on and hoard, and what does our chart show about that, and how can our chart help us with that? Because in astrology, there are actually two areas that are very big that help astrologers realize some of your financial challenges, some positive times for you financially. So yes, your astrology chart can help you in just about every area of life. And so to start, I wanted to talk a little bit about some things that are going on for June and what is happening astrologically for June, so everybody can kind of get a leg up on this. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about money and astrology and how you use that, and then we're going to take some callers. And I may interspace in between callers some things about financial astrology and how you use that. On June 3rd, here in the Charlotte area, I will be at the Spiritual Light Center on June 3rd from 2.30 to 4.30 talking about the astrology of money and helping everybody kind of get a handle on how can we use this, how can we work with the planets to maximize our positive financial cycles and minimize any kind of financial challenges. So that is going to be $25, and you can go to my website, and you can prepay through my website, and everybody who is coming is going to be provided with a free astrology chart so that whatever I'm saying, they can look at their chart and see what is happening with that. So before then, let's take a look at what is coming up for us in June because we have some exciting, exciting things happening in the sky right now. You know that this month on May 15th, we had Uranus shift into a new sign for the first time in seven years. And I talked some about that on the last show because these are big, big doings. And also on... May 15th, we had Mars move into the sign of Aquarius. And it wasn't something I had a chance to talk about a lot last month. But this is going to be a big deal because Mars moves in to Aquarius on May 15th. And it is going to stay there, not for a few weeks, but for several months. And it is not going to leave Aquarius until November 15th. So from May 15th to November 15th, we are going to have a planet that usually stays a few weeks in a sign, stay many, many months. And Mars is all forcefulness and passion and excitement and action. You know, Mars is not a planet to ignore. It 
likes you, it's going to hug you. It doesn't like you, it's going to punch you in the face. You are not in any doubt with Mars. It wants to do, wants to make it happen, and sometimes wants to make that action happen pretty aggressively. But at the same time, you have to realize Mars is going into the sign of Aquarius. Aquarius is avant-garde. It loves what is different and unusual. Aquarius hates being like everybody else. It wants to take the path not chosen. It will explore new opportunities. It will march to the beat of a different drummer. Aquarius is new and fresh and exciting. So putting these two kind of wild energies together really amps things up and really brings in a very strong energy of newness and change. Sometimes that change is a change we have to react to. A relative gets married or we're moving. It is something that is happening in our life and we have to decide how are we going to react to this? How are we going to handle this? Other times it is a change that we institute ourselves and we're very excited about. We change jobs. We decide to buy property. We decide to start our own business. We decide to get married, give birth. We are sort of in the middle of that process, and that change is coming from within us because we're finally ready for it. Now, all of the signs that are fixed signs, which is Leo and Scorpio and Taurus and Aquarius, these four signs are really going to be reacting to this energy in a very strong way. So I want those signs to be a little bit more aware of what is going on with them. Because when a sign is fixed, it tends to like staying in a rut. It tends to be comfortable being in the place it's in. But Mars and Aquarius isn't having that. It's going to ask you to change. So you may be feeling a little stressed is probably the best way that I'm going to put it. On the other hand, the signs that are air signs... Gemini and Aquarius and Libra, these signs are probably going to like this energy a bit more because it's going to push at them, but they sort of reach their hand out and make friends with this energy a little bit better. So the Aquarians that you know and the Libras and the Geminis, they may be more ready to try something new or to take the next step or to bring change into their life in a very positive and uplifting way. But regardless, we are all going to be aware of that in some way because with so many months, May through November, we're not going to be able to to get away completely from this. In some form or fashion, it's time for us to make changes in our life. When you add in the fact that Uranus is still in Taurus, it is asking us to change even more. You know, Taurus is an earth sign. And with all the upheaval of Uranus going into an earth sign, I'm not surprised that we're seeing earthquakes and volcanoes, not only in Hawaii, but all around the world. Because you can translate this as kind of eruptions in the earth. But there can also be eruptions in our life. So we don't want to wait for life to hit us over the head. We want to look around and say, what areas of my life do I need to change? Do I want to change? Just because we're stuck in a rut doesn't mean it's a good rut. You may have been wanting to get a new job for three years and hadn't done anything about it. This is the time to start taking action and to start bringing that in and doing things about this. Now, right now, Jupiter's retrograde, 
which means it looks like it's going backwards. But in July, it starts to move forward. So I guarantee you this is going to be a super, super exciting summer. Not only that, but in June, we have Mercury moving into the sign of Cancer. And it's going to be there from June 12th through June 27th. And Mercury has to do with how we communicate. And, of course, Cancer has to do with our family and our home. So there may be lots of energies coming in about family members, about changes to do with them, about talking to them when maybe we've been on the outs with them, about how do we nurture, who are the people we love and think of as family, even if they are not related to us by blood. So if you have cancer energy or water energy strong in your chart, then this can be an extremely positive time for you. The sun just moved into Gemini. It actually moved into Gemini on the 20th, which was yesterday. And it is going to be there and stay there until June, uh, yeah, until June 20th. And so Gemini is our sign of the month because that's where the sun is going to be for most of June. And at the tail end of today's show, I'm going to have a little segment about Gemini and what to expect and what's going on with them. And, you know, if you're a parent of a Gemini child or the spouse of a Gemini person, this may be something that you want to listen to and sort of get a handle on. How is it best to handle your particular Gemini? Because there's lots of movements here. And, again, we have so much going on. We are going to have the new moon in Gemini again in June, on June 13th, and we have the full moon in Capricorn happening on June 28th. Now, every month, I send out absolutely free information about the new moon and the full moon for the month. And if you haven't gotten that and you want to be on my mailing list, just email me. You can go to my website, exploreastrology.com, and send me an invitation to Allow me to look at your email address, and I'll be happy to add you to my mailing list and give you free information about that, because I think this new moon is going to be super, super exciting. It's going to be in an air sign, and we already have Mars in another air sign, and we have the sun in the air sign. So yes, I think that period in June from maybe June 10th to maybe June 15th, there can be a lot going on there very busy, you know, lots of mental activity, lots of meetings and phone calls and running around and rushing and doing, and you may be multitasking, you may be overcommitting yourself. So take a look at your schedule. And between June 10th and June 15th, don't be afraid to say no to some things. If that does not work for you, just say no. Because the worst thing you can do with this energy is to just run around and not really own it. We don't want the stars and the planets to own us. We want to own them. So, yes, June is going to be busy, lots of changes, lots of activity, lots going on. So this is a good month right now at the tail end of May to kind of take a look, see what your schedule looks like, see what's going on, what kind of commitments you have, and make some decisions about where you want to put your energy and what you will and will not say yes to or block out some time that's just for you. Because just because it's a lot of mental energy does not mean it cannot be just as exhausting as physical energy. So make sure you are aware, take a look, 
program your talks, your classes, your book tour or whatever it is, and make sure that you are using this energy wisely and well and make some improvements. And then email me and tell me all about them and let me know what's going on and how you use this Mars going into Aquarius in a fun, positive way in your life. So we have several people who have already contacted the show who are looking for some guidance about changes that are happening and what's coming up. And some of this is about finances. Because I will say quickly that when you look at your chart, it is going to give you a picture of what your finances have the capability of being. There is nothing in astrology that says you must be poor your whole life. I know sometimes it feels like it, but there isn't. Likewise, there's nothing in astrology that says you're going to be rich no matter how hard you try to escape it. Astrology doesn't do that. It does not take away our free will. It can show us an easy avenue as opposed to the more difficult path. It can show us the challenges. I love astrology because it can show us positive financial timing. When we have Venus going into our second house, or likewise Jupiter, spending an extended period of time in either our second house or our eighth house, both of those houses are houses of money, finance, material wealth. And when we have those two planets visiting them, that is a very positive time for us money-wise. We may get a raise. We may get a bonus. We may start a new job for more money. We may receive a good insurance settlement. We may get a nice refund on our taxes. When I look at astrology, it does not limit the ways that material wealth and abundance can come to you. We tend to limit that. Oh, you know, I'll never get a better paying job. I don't have this or that. You know, we tend to do that to ourselves. And so sometimes the planets can show our attitudes around wealth and prosperity. And do we have a, I know there's a pony in here somewhere kind of attitude about we can make it better, or do we just have a throw our hands up kind of attitude, or I'm in a dead-end job and that's it for the rest of my life, the end. So it can often help us look at ourselves and what we need to do in a different way. It can also show us areas where we may be able to make money. It can show areas where we may have a good career or that this career may bring us more financial income than another career. Many of us make trades all the time about what is fulfilling to us on an emotional level versus what pays the bills. And astrology can help point you in the direction of this can be joyful to you and this can help you bring in additional income or make good money at that. And so, yes, your astrology chart is a map, a road map of wealth, abundance, and the best roads to take. So having said that, let's start to take a look at some of the callers that we have today who have some questions about what's going on in their own life, with their own money, wealth, happiness, and everything else. So, Claudia, who do we have as our first caller? We're going to listen to Sharon, and she is from Wake Forest. And I just want to let you know, we're going to use the veil when, (laughs) when you are getting a little too into somebody. But just because we have so many people uh, waiting for 
callers at the end. So is is that okay? You go right ahead. Because I know that when I'm reading a chart, time means nothing to me, and I love (laughs) it, and I can just keep going and going, and which is nice for the caller, but it's not so great for the other callers. So yes, Claudia, please keep me on point and move me right along. Yeah. I I will. So let's welcome Sharon to the show. Hi, Claudia. Yes, I am. How are you, ladies? Well, I am good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I I have your chart. You gave me all of your chart information, and I have run a chart for you. And I am looking at some exciting things going on here. So, but I want to make sure that I am addressing what is most on your mind, and what would be the area that you most want me to look at today. Um, I guess money? which direction? I, uh, uh, a little bit. Which direction? Not big on money, but which direction I should go business-wise? I have a lot of ideas, and I finished massage school um, the middle of June but I'm also mm-hmm. doing a spiritual and healing stuff as well. So I'm trying to figure out if I should branch out, do my own thing, work for somebody part-time. Um, that's kind of one of the big things that shows up, and then I'm also on the market to look for and ha- for a house. Okay. Um, let's take a look at money from your work first. Um, okay. Looking up here, you have Aries over your house of career. And that really says you would do well in a job in which you were the boss, in which you do not have to take orders, but can give the orders to other people or at least set your own pace and be in charge and be self-employed. A lot of people are not going to enjoy that, but you have a chart that really embraces that and says, yes, I can do this and I can enjoy this. So I think going to massage school and working as a massage therapist would be a wonderful career for you. Now, you may be employed at a spa in which you would have to follow rules or, you know, take orders from somebody. But you may also have clients of your own and want to build up a quiet little practice on the side or, you know, personal clients that just come to you. I'm going to tell you right now, which is late May, and going through a lot of June, this is almost a period of reflection, Um, instead of the planets kind of moving forward out into the world, they're turning into an area of the chart that deals with inner reflection. So there can be a lot of second-guessing yourself, and there can be a lot of, did I choose the right career? Was this a mistake? Can I earn the money I want? A lot of angst going on there. It's not totally about career. It could be about everything. Is this where I thought I would be in my life? Is you know, uh, Can I do the things that I want to do in the time that I'm here on earth? It can be very spiritual, very loving, but it's not really very strong in terms of taking action in the outer world. So the actions that you take may seem to not go anywhere or be as bold as you want. So I'm going to suggest that you be patient with yourself for the next few weeks because little by little, starting in late June and going into July, that energy shifts. And then you are a ball of fire and you are ready to go and you are ready to do and you are ready to find your place. I think for about the next Four weeks, it is still about you looking at inner healing, about you taking healing classes. And then, let me take a look at this. 
I will say on June 13th, you have Venus moving into your first house. On June 28th, you have Mercury also moving into your first house. And so I would say around mid-June, you start to feel like, okay, I can put myself out there, and I want to put myself out there. And it's a great time to do that because as Venus in the first house, people are going to like you. You are going to be charming, and you're going to be a joy to meet, and people are going to want to be your BFF. They are just going to love being around you. So if you are looking for clients, it's a good energy. If you're looking for a job at a a spa or a place that employs massage therapists, it's a good job. It's an excellent, excellent time for you. And then when does the sun also move into your first house? It is going to move in there on July 25th. And so really, from mid-June to late July, that is when I'll be telling you to take action, to be moving forward with work, to be pushing things a little bit, to be sending out your resumes. I think that is a very, very positive time for you to be noticed and to achieve. But right now it feels a little bit more like you're still getting your ducks in a row and there's still some things to finish up. So don't be discouraged if it just feels like it's a little in-between period right now. This is giving you time to kind of gather your strength and look at what you want to do and know who you are. And then mid-June to late July, that is the time to put yourself forward and that is the time I think you will start to see a lot of career progress. I would also say... It looks like late July, there is some very positive financial income coming your way. That is a very positive work time and a positive money time. So I kind of like that. I would also say, with all of this Leo energy coming up in late July and August, that is a time when your love life may be going into high gear. You, if you're single, you're going to be dating more. If you're already seeing somebody, that relationship may go to the next level. But that is a time when you are going to want to be romantic, quite frankly. You know, you have a very romantic chart. <laughs> you would do well in any kind of career that beautifies life, that makes a person feel beautiful, that makes the world more beautiful. This can be something in design, but this certainly can be massage because I feel fabulous after I've had a massage. And working Mm -hmm. in a spa is working in a place that helps us beautify ourselves. So I think that would be a lovely career for you, and I think it would give you emotional satisfaction as well as a good positive financial income. Are you dating anybody right now? Oh, darn. Okay, I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay, it's okay. Sheila is on it because (laughs) she's going to make sure I get to everybody. I'm so glad you called in, and I want to hear about what happens with the job and the work and the romance and everything. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, my pleasure. And remember, everybody, that you can re-listen to this um, reading as many times as you want by going to the link um, here mentioned, and it's free. Because many times we forget what you said, so just go back and re-listen. Now let's go with Greta. With Greta, and welcome to see you. Hi, Greta. Thank you. How are you doing? Well, I am doing just great. I've got all your chart information here. Yes. 
And what are you interested in having me address today? Well, money is a perfect topic for me because I'm trying to um, get my life more where I feel it should be. Um, I've been considering a job change. Um, I'm also looking at refinancing my house to pay off some bills. I've been putting my daughter through college, so I've kind of overextended myself in the last couple of years, and so I'm trying to get all that straight. Um, okay. And just figure out where I should go from here. <laughs> A lot going on, in other words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I will say, first of all, that when I look at your chart, um, being a, a breadwinner, going out into the workforce, and developing a successful and satisfying career, this is one of the, the sole goals that you came in to work on. You know, I definitely look as being out there in the world and earning a living a very, very positive energy for you, something your soul is learning about. And because this is a new vibration for your soul to address, sometimes there can be setbacks or sometimes there could be some struggle there. But it also shows an area of our greatest potential success. So don't let any kind of um, setbacks or difficulty bother you or take them personally because it's just giving you an opportunity to see what you are made of and what you can do and what speaks to your heart. You may, over the course of your life, have multiple careers or multiple jobs. There can be an energy here that gets kind of you know, um, antsy for something that's a little bit more exciting or, or fun or there's a lot of strength in this chart and you can really handle multiple uh, activities at once in terms of your career, which a lot of people are not comfortable with. But your chart shows that you would probably do very well with that. It can even be a little bit of a struggle because there's a real desire here for security, for financial security, and yet there's a desire here for newness and for things that are interesting and fun and not doing the same old thing all the time. And so there's a little bit of conflict there. Right now and going through the rest of May and most of June, there is an enormous amount of energy here focused on your career. So it's a wonderful time for you to have just started a new job. And you're going to be looking at that, and your mind is really sharp and really clear. So it's a wonderful time for you to be learning the ropes, so to speak. And what do I need to do? And how am I going to put this together? And to organize things and to meet new clients or to you know figure out how the politics at this new company work kind of thing. And so very strong energy and very positive. I would also encourage you in these next few weeks, don't be afraid to speak up. This is a very verbal energy, and your mind is very sharp. And if you're starting a new job, being the newcomer, you may see new ways to do things and others, other ways of looking at things. And so don't be afraid to share that or to say, hey, how about this or that kind of thing. Now, the money kind of stuff, hmm, I will say I think late June and July is a positive time for money. That may be when you start to get your first paychecks, or that may be when if are you doing anything with sales? Would you be seeing clients or getting commission checks? Well, I'm actually I'm actually looking to looking for a new job, so I'm not doing that right now. But I'm actually job seeking. <laughs> But I, I'm so glad because this so, is this is yeah. yeah this is really the time for you to be putting yourself out there. What kind of job are you okay. looking for? 
Um, I'm in state government right now, and I'd like to stay in state government. I just kind of want to move up the ladder a little bit and get maybe into a different agency. Um, I've been doing a lot of IT work, and um, I like it, but I'm just kind of looking for something, just like you were saying before, something a little bit more exciting and more suitable for me. I'm doing a lot yeah. of outreach right now, which is good, but I'm an introvert as well, so that has a little bit of comfort to it. Well, well, you know you're a Taurus with all this Taurus energy, and they are very (laughs) security conscious. No one to government work is perfect for you, but at the same time, you do have this energy of, you know, wanting something interesting and this strong curiosity flowing in your chart, which is just lovely. IT, Mm -hmm. I can see. IT is actually a good area for you to be looking in for both the rest of May and June. But I would also say if there's any area of travel I would look into that. If you, you know, if there's an area in the government that makes travel arrangements or sets up seminars and programs or anything to do with training and education, I think these would be great for you. I would look at moving into something maybe around event planning, seminars, um, teaching, classrooms, overseas, other countries. I don't know the various departments or how you would apply for that, but these are very strong areas for you, and you have a lot of intuitive and innate talent there. Now, if you're looking more at late July and going into August, there's also a very strong energy coming in here for you around health and healing. And you know, God knows there are multiple departments in our government around health and healing and the, uh, all the various agencies that handle that, that would be another area that I would say might be very beneficial to you. You know, right now, hang on a minute, was that the, that cannot have been the bell already. Yeah. Was that the bell? You want to finish that spot? Oh, darn, okay. <laughs> I will also say quickly, <laughs> darn, um, is that next year, which is only a few months away, you're going to have a change of one of these planets. And as it changes and moves into a new house, somewhere around February or March, uh, some of the stress uh, with your family financially is going to ease up. So that may be when you have a financial picture in place. And I definitely see that in a very new and positive way. And so I also think early next year, you're going to be looking in terms of romance and relationship, and I think that's also a good time for you to meet somebody new if you're not married. Oh, if you are, then just make a romantic time with your spouse. (laughs) I'm not, so good. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, thanks. So glad you called in. Okay, so now we're going to go with um, callers that have not sent their information. So these are going to be uh, readings in, um, related with their sun signs, right? Yes, we can do this on okay. the sun signs. So, and we have Gemini, Cancer, Scorpio, Taurus, Pisces, Sagittarius. So. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if we can get to all of them. <laughs> so we're going to start with um, Gemini, who was the first person that called, and then we're going to go with Sagittarius. Okay? Okay. Who is our Gemini? Jane from Canada. Hi, there. Hi, Jane. 
How are you doing? I am doing great. Thanks for calling in. I I think of this radio show more in the United States, and so I love that I'm talking to somebody in Canada. <laughs> now, I will say, um, looking at money and finance, Gemini has a lot going on right now, a lot. Um, some of it, starting last year, it looks uh, I, I may be wrong, but in general, in late 2017, Gemini had a planet of restriction move into one of your money houses. So you may have felt like you didn't have as much money or income as you would have liked. Even if you're very, yeah. very comfortable financially, you may have just been more worried about things. You know, like, will I have enough to retire? or Will I have enough for the kids' education? Because the planet that moved into one of these money houses is Saturn. And Saturn is, is great for achieving and putting together a plan and doing lots of positive things. But Saturn can also be a bit of a wet blanket from time to time. It can be a little bit of the, you know, glass half empty kind of thing. So when Saturn comes into a money house, we tend to take a very strong, very focused look at our money. And usually, no matter how much we have, we decide we'd like a little bit more. Or this isn't enough for me. Or sometimes there's an expense that comes about. Oh, I have to put a new roof on. Or, you know, oh, you know, something is happening at work and they're asking us to take a pay decrease or I don't get my bonus this year. Or, you know, something that may Mm -hmm. have been kind of challenging. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so so you're aware of that. Now, yeah, it aware. does not Okay. It does not mean that you're not meant to ever have any money and that life is always going to be a financial struggle. It's not. But Saturn doesn't give us something for nothing. Saturn asks us to work for this. So this is where you're going to have to put a little effort into maybe thinking, okay, how can I bring in extra income? Or if there's no way I can bring in extra income, how do I get some control over my outgo? You know, maybe I'm going to give up that latte every morning on the way to work, Mm -hmm. and instead I'll save that money. So one of the things I love the most about Saturn is that it has a tremendous amount of discipline. So this may be where you get a lot of discipline about what you're going to do in terms of money. So much so that you can almost go overboard, you know, where we're just going to use that tea bag twice and I'm giving up the latte and no soft drinks anymore. They're too expensive. And you know, you're going to have to find a little bit of balance here, you know. Don't go overboard, you know. This, is, this energy will leave eventually. It's not going to be here for forever. So you can allow yourself to have a, a Coca-Cola once in a while and, you know, maybe once a week have a latte or whatever. Um, But it is very strong. Now, that's been there for several months. What I like, what I love, as a matter of fact, is the fact that right now in another money house you have Venus, which is the planet of of blessings. Venus usually brings a little something in any area that it comes to visit. And Venus has come in to visit one of your money areas. And it is going to be there until June 13th. Oh, good. Yes. So I would say, no, no, no. (laughs) I would say for the rest of May and all of June, there is going to be some relaxation of the purse strings. 
you may be ready to spend a little bit more or feel more money is coming in or have gotten over that hurdle and feel a little bit more secure about things. So I love that this is such a positive energy right there for you. Oh, good. Sounds good. Look forward to that. Yeah. Thank you. It's going to be coming in. I would say by June 1st, you might be feeling some of it now, but it's very positive, and you're going to be mm-hmm. experiencing this through all of June. Really? Hey, congratulations. So celebrate and go out and have a latte. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So now let's go to Mexico and bring um, Sagittarius Ileana. Hello. Okay. Hi. Who am I speaking to? This is Ileana. Hi. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, as a Sagittarius, you are, it's funny because you are actually um, in a similar but opposite situation than Gemini was in because Gemini and Sagittarius are opposite each other. And so both of these signs are having a lot of energy in their chart around money and finances. And um, right now, Sagittarius has an energy that says there may be some money coming into your chart in June from another source. Are, I, I'm not trying to get too personal, but are you married? No, I'm not. Okay, um, because sometimes when I see this money coming in or additional income coming in, it can come through someone else. And so... Usually that's our spouse if we have one. Maybe you're tightening the financial belt and he comes home and says, guess what, I just got a raise or I got a bonus or, you know, I helped somebody across the street and they gave me $20,000, you know. Sometimes that money can come in through a spouse or it can come in through a family member. There may be a family member that just decides to give you some money or, you know, oh, here, we want to help out. This is your time when you need to say thank you and you need to allow this in. Because energetically, when we are saying yes to receiving, we're saying yes to receiving any amount of money. So if a friend wants to take you out to lunch and wants to pick up the tab and it's $15 and you're saying no, you're saying no to that $15 and you're saying no to $15,000 and $15 million because the universe does not differentiate. So the more that you say yes, thank you very much, to anything, the more you're saying yes to prosperity and abundance. So I want you to start looking around at anybody who may be trying to support you, help you, or give to you financially. And I want you to make a point of saying yes, thank you very much and allowing that into your life because that is coming in right around the corner. It is going to be there uh, for the rest of May. It is going to be there for June, for all of the month of June. And so I find this very positive and exciting where it looks like you may have been going through some, some stressful financial times. I'm also going to mention that around the 28th of June, around that full moon, and think about that with, you know, three days before, maybe two days after. So this can begin as early as June 23rd and go through the 30th, that there may be some financial situation coming to fulfillment, 
or or reaching a pinnacle of some sort. And as it reaches a pinnacle and comes to fruition, hopefully you can let go of stress or want or lack and start to open up even more into abundance because I see this as a very positive energy. I think June and July are much more helpful to you on a financial front than March and April and even January have been for you. So I see some of that improving. Does that kind of help a little bit? One of the things I would tell you, I'll tell you quickly, one of the things I will mention is do your best to keep a positive attitude because right now you may be a little bit discouraged or you may be a little bit glass half empty. That's going to start to change around September, but that's still a few months away. So right now sometimes just use your head to to lift up your heart and say, you know what, it's getting better and I'm moving towards it. And from September through the end of the year, you're going to be in a much, much better mood about everything. Oh, thank you very much. Okay. Thank you for calling. Okay, so now um, let's go with cancer. And this is Shiva. Okay, you, you're a cancer? Hello? Shiva, can you hear us? I'm sorry. I had you on mute. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello? Yes. Hi, who's this? This is Sheba. And Sheba, you are a cancer? Yes, I am. Okay. All right. Well, in June, I do see a lot of um, financial income coming your way. I don't know if there is some sort of bonus or some sort of extra money, but um, I think June is going to be a very positive month for that. And I would, you know do the same thing. I just told my Sagittarius caller, I would make sure that you say yes to everything. Also, this is going to sound kind of funny, but from June 1st through June 25th, you have Mars in one of your financial houses, and it is moving forward. And it is going to be in the sign of Aquarius, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show. And Aquarius is unexpected happenings. So you may have money coming to you unexpectedly. You may have finances improving unexpectedly. You may decide to spend money unexpectedly. Oh, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to you know, buy a dress that costs more than $100 and you just find this fabulous dress and the credit card comes out. So you're going to have to um, make sure that you are watching your expenditures because I do think that you can be a little bit more impulsive in June and early July about your spending. But I will say that you can also see money coming in just as quickly. So you might win, you know, $100 in the lottery or you buy a scratch-off and something positive happens there. You know, how does money come unexpectedly or in odd ways? You may have some sort of profession or hobby that is a little bit different and somebody wants to hire you to do this or do that or, or you sell something you created. And this looks very nice for any kinds of creative energy. So if you have a hobby or something that speaks to your heart, you've always thought about selling it, but you weren't sure anybody would buy it, I am telling you that June and July is the time to put it out there. Is your money situation doing okay right now? 
Well, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I do have an income that comes in, but it's not um, not steward. Okay. Yeah, yes, this can be sporadic income. Now, I will say, through the 25th of June, I do see that opportunity for more prosperity. After June, Mars is going to turn retrograde, and it may slow some of that down a little bit. It's not going to stop it. It's just going to slow it down a little bit. And then in late August, on August 28th, Morris is going to pick up speed, turn direct again, and stay that way through November. So maybe a little up and down, you know, a little up right now through the 25th of June, takes a little dip, then it's back up again towards the end of August and stays that way through November. So you have to kind of maybe uh, watch some of those impulsive purchases kind of thing. But it doesn't look like horrible things are happening. You have Leo over your second house of income. And right now in May, that planet is sort of taking a vacation. So your attitude may be a bit more discouraged. It may be, you know, how am I ever going to make any money? You know, the kid's not going to pay me. There's not a lot of money in being a stay-at-home mom. And, you know, you may be looking at, you know, is this, going to be enough for me? Am I a good mother? Am I a good wage earner? Am I, you know, you can be very hard on yourself, you know, for the next several weeks. This is where you really have to pay attention to being good to yourself and not letting yourself go down a path. It is an excellent time in these next few weeks, at least until June 21st, for you to do spiritual work, for you to do healing work, uh, study Reiki, get a reading, you know, talk to your guides, keep a dream journal. It is an excellent energy for all of those things and for anything spiritual. And when you don't find a positive outlet for that energy, we tend to let it sort of drift into something that's not always that positive. And you can end up beating up yourself a little bit. So this is where I'm, okay, I'm going to encourage you. <laughs> to be extra good to yourself. <laughs> yes, and then definitely. by the end of June, you're feeling much better about money, finances, and everything else. So just this is just a little bump in the road. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, keep listening. Okay, so now we're going to go with Taurus, and this is Shakira. Okay, hey, Shakira. Hey, Shakira. 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 Sorry, thank you. Okay, and you are a Taurus. Let me tell you, nobody outperforms a Taurus in terms of money. They are very focused on their bottom line. Mm -hmm. Taurus reminds me of Michael P. Keaton, that old family tie show where they've got a bank account and it's earning interest and they lend out money to their siblings at, you know, illegal interest rates. Taurus has a mind that is usually focused on the bottom line. And I don't say that in a negative way. I say it a little bit envious because my mind doesn't go there. But Taurus really knows how to save. They know how to invest. They think about the future. What do I need to retire? What am I going to need to buy a home or to take that trip or to set up those college accounts for my children? They are aware of how much money it takes to live. And they are not usually a spendthrift about their money, what they buy, 
has value. They have researched the best car and, and how to get the best deal. And so they really tend to work with their money and get very, very good value for their money. Right now, and and by right now I mean right now and through, you know, maybe the next five weeks, you have a lot going on here. Is there is there any extra money? I think there might be extra money coming your way, especially from work. Would you be able to get a raise or a bonus or would getting new clients, would your work be increasing your bottom line in any way? Um, I did start a new job, but I couldn't hold on to it. I only worked there a few days. Um, I couldn't keep a babysitter. It was early morning, but I've been looking for other work. I think this is a great time to be doing that. I see a very positive connection here between work and money. And so if you're Mm -hmm. looking for a job, then yes, I think in the next five weeks you will be finding something that will be paying you a wage and will be helping you to um, alleviate any kind of stress that you have had about your financial Mm -hmm. bottom line. I'm also going to say pay attention to the time around June 13th because there is a new moon in one of your areas of material wealth, and that can be a new Mm -hmm. beginning of some sort. And so if you give it, give it a three-day lead time, we're really talking from around June 10th to June 15th as being an especially, especially positive time for you financially. So that can be finding a new job. That can be finding new ways to save money. That could be finding a new income stream or a source of income. So mm-hmm. I tend to think that this is really good, but you're going to have to and, – and I'm – I think you're going to do this naturally. Be busy. I think you're really working to put yourself out there. I would look at your resume. If you don't have one, I would get one. If you already have one, I would look at it, ask somebody else to look at it, see what they think of it. I would maybe do like some practice interviews with a a sister or a friend or somebody who will sit there and say, would you hire me and what did you see that I liked or didn't like? This is a very busy time with a lot of coming and going and and busyness. And so, yes, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of movement. So there may be people coming and going in your life. Was that Claudia giving me the – I thought I heard a sound in the background, but I wasn't sure. Um, That is probably my kids. Oh, okay, okay. I am also going to say – talking around mid-June through mid-July. There's the, there's the tone. How can I miss that? I'll say quickly, mid-June through mid-July, very positive time for you in terms of your home and family. And so that would be a lovely time with your children. So that may be when you find a good babysitter or very good home mm-hmm. care. So keep that in mind as well. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Thank you. my pleasure. Uh, and now we have... Paula, and she is a Pisces. And this would be our last caller of the day. Okay. All right, Paula, and you are a Pisces. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I will say you have some interesting, or Pisces in general, have some interesting energies going on here because I don't know what you do for a living, but there is a very strong and positive energy over your area of career, and you would make a great teacher. You would make um, a a good trainer working in the training department of some organization or other. So I see that as very, very positive. I would also say 
that I think later this year, um, maybe more like certainly sometime by October, maybe as early as September, and then going through the end of 2018, I see some very positive changes for you in terms of your career. If you're looking for a job, that would be a good time to be getting one. If you're already employed, that may be a time when you get a raise. That may be a time when you get a promotion. That may be a time when you are just looked at well. Maybe you win an award at work or your boss you know, is bragging about you to the higher-ups kind of thing. It may be a time when your work responsibilities increase, but your public profile would also increase. It would be a time when you are looked at well. You are looked at as doing a good job. You may be in authority in some way, which is why I said you might be promoted. If there is any job you have your eye on, I would be talking to your boss and to those in the know about how do I apply for that and how do I move forward for that and putting yourself out there. This is a good preparation time for that. So I definitely see career expansion, but it's later this year. It's not right now. Are you employed right now? Well, I'm a psychic, and so I work for myself. I'm also a writer, and neither of those things are working out for me right now financially. So, um, Okay. Yeah. I definitely see the time period between September to December as being a time when your career widens. Now, this can come out in a few ways. It can come out as you're getting more clients or your um, profession of being a professional psychic increases. Maybe the way you promote yourself increases. This will be a time to be looking at your website, at your marketing, at talking to some professionals and how you do that. You might also want to contact the Small Business Administration and SCORE because the mind-body-spirit industry is a business, and it's free, and they help you put together a business plan to create the business model that you want. And so wherever you are in whatever city or, or town, as long as it's the United States, I would contact them and see if they could help you. But I would also, in addition to that, concentrate and think about what you feel ready to share. You know, certainly writing a book or is sharing your story. It's sharing your information, but there are other ways to do that. You could you start a Facebook page, and I would start to put out information that helps the world and the community because that's getting your name out there. You could start a blog. You could write articles, and you could submit articles to different magazines. The time between now and September is a good time to write, and it is a good time for marketing and promotion and to think about putting that together, where the last part of the year is really good for actually doing it. It is a time when you are actually working hard. Now, you may decide, and it's perfectly fine to decide, to go into a completely new area. You're like, yes, I'm intuitive, but I did not really like the ups and downs of doing that full-time professionally. And you could apply for a job in, you know, publishing. You would be good in publishing. You'd be a good editor. You'd be working around writing and words and language. And those are all things that are great for you. You're probably a really good public speaker because you just have a very positive energy there. I definitely see some good things going on there and happening for you. Right now, I would say, okay, um, I would say talking about late June and July, it feels like you're going to be spending time with friends and enjoying your life a little bit more. Well, right now it feels a little bit stuck. 
So I definitely see those things happening the further into 2018 we get. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. My pleasure. Okay. Wow. Well, we got to. We got all I don't know if we got them. to all of them. We got to most of them. <laughs> And uh, and we have reached the end of the show, so um, I apologize for that. Do we have time for me to talk about Gemini a little bit? Yeah, sure. Okay. Because Gemini is the sign of the month for June, and Gemini is the third sign of the zodiac. And if you are born generally between May 21st and June 20th, you are born under the sun sign of Gemini. The ruling planet for Gemini is Mercury, and Mercury is the winged messenger. You know, the symbol of Gemini is the twins. There is always movement there. You know, two of everything, moving, doing. Gemini is a little ball of mental energy. Aries wants to take action, but Gemini wants to talk about taking action. They want to use their minds, use their voice, use their intellect. Gemini can get very caught up in games and puzzles. You know, so if you have Gemini children, those are wonderful things to get them started with. It is as if Gemini never really outgrows that stage of why is the sky blue. They are always curious their entire life. And because of the mutable energy of Gemini, they are always going to try new things. And let's do this. Let's do that. Let's move this here. How is this going? So they become what I would call a jack of all trades. No matter what the topic of conversation is, chances are Gemini knows a little bit about it. Whether that is how to create the best compost heap or, you know, politics in America or how to find the best medical plan, Gemini is going to be a good person to go to for information, for advice, because their mind is always on and they're always seeking that new piece of information. When you want to get a Gemini on board with something you're doing, you have to get them to understand it mentally first. Once they understand it mentally, then they can absorb it emotionally. But it's the opposite with the water signs. So don't expect them to go to emotion first. They're going to go to the mind first. Sometimes you can just almost hear them thinking. There is a lot of restless energy with Gemini. They get bored very quickly. And because they know they get bored so quickly, they tend to try to cram too much into the time that they have. So they generally run late. It's, you know, always allow a little extra time if you are meeting a Gemini for coffee or something because chances are instead of trying to do one thing in that time, they will try to do three or four or maybe five or six because why do get one thing done when you could get a half a dozen things done? So everything that has to do with communication is going to fascinate them. They love the latest gadgets. It's like M&Ms to them. They just keep popping another fancy gadget into the car, onto the computer, into the household. They just can't help themselves. So if you are a parent, the Gemini child is not going to be asking for the latest jeans, but they may be asking for the latest iPhone upgrade kind of thing. So get ready. Don't spend big money on new band equipment and sports equipment by used. Because once a Gemini has mastered something, they tend to move on to the next thing. So when they are learning it, they are completely fascinated, and it gets 100% of their attention. And then once they feel they have some kind of grasp of it, they move on. So 
don't invest the big money. But they are the most fascinating companions because they know about so many things and they're always interesting. They make great mimics and they can have you howling with laughter, you know, at their jokes or their take on somebody. But you may have to work with them a long time to get them to commit to something. Geminis do not normally commit easily. doesn't mean they don't, but they're busy going and busy doing, and they don't always like to stick with one thing. And so in dating, they can, you know, play the field a little bit because they say, oh, this one's really cute, that one's really smart, such and such has a good sense of humor. They find something in everybody that they can relate to. I'll also tell you, and I know we're running out of time, but they hate to wait. They may keep you waiting, but they hate to wait. Very, very impatient. So one of the best things you can do if you know a Gemini is to teach them some deep breathing techniques and help them to learn how to focus. And deep breathing often helps to calm the mind and help them focus better. And so Geminis, no matter how old they get to be, never lose their interest in life. They're always ready to learn something new, to try zip lining at 75 and to go skydiving for the first time at 80 and to travel around the world on their own. They never lose that zest for learning, and it's one of the best things about Gemini. Okay, Claudia, I know we're probably out of time, but thank you for letting me get everything in. Yeah. Just one question about the Gemini. When they are children, are these easy children or these are difficult children as a parent to have? As a parent, well, I mean, that's really hard to say because some Gemini children, like any other sign, are easy and others difficult. Because Gemini tends to get bored so easily and be so restless, I think young Gemini children have a harder time in school. I think they tend to get labeled ADHD more often than other children just because they need a lot of activity and they're high-energy kids. And the school system does not always support that, to be quite honest. They want kids to sit down and be quiet. So I think in that sense, they can be a little bit more challenging for parents. In the other sense, they're a little bit easier because they're probably going to learn to speak at an early age. They're going to be super smart. They're going to love to learn. They may start reading soon. So they do tend to do very well in school because they're very smart. But you have to keep them very, very mentally stimulated and engaged or they tend to get bored and drift off. So like any other sign, it has its special challenges. Right. Well, thank you for that. So, yeah, we have reached the end of the show. And just to remind everybody, next show is going to be in June 25, and we are talking about the United States, correct? Yes, because our birthday is July 4th, and so I am going to talk about the chart of the United States and what is going on and what we can expect in the future and all kinds of things are going to be going on. So it will be a very patriotic radio show next month. <laughs> and still people calling or listening will be able to get a reading according to your Absolutely. Absolutely. and what is going on at that moment. So we want to thank everybody that was listening, everybody in the chat room. Remember, Susan Reynolds comes back the last Monday of every month 
And I know this is not the last Monday, but when there's a holiday like Memorial next week, we put her a week before. So thank you again, everybody. Susan, thank you so much. This was so good, so, so interesting. I love talking about the planet. So do I. <laughs> so do I. So everybody tune in next month, and we will see what is going on. And until then, keep following me on Facebook and contact me if you want to be on my mailing list. Thank you, everybody, and goodbye. Bye.